maybe show the difference between a 1.2 millimeter and a 0.9 millimeter. So we've kind of got them sitting side by side with the 0.9 millimeter sandwiched in between. So customers can uh, educate themselves, make informed decisions on what resolution they really need for their project. Hello, and welcome to the Dactronics Experience Podcast. I'm Justin Oxner here with Matt Anderson. Today, we're joined by Ben Asup, International Market Manager, and Judd Guthmiller, Vice President of International for Dactronics. They're going to talk about Integrated Systems Europe 2023 in Barcelona. They'll share their history with the show, the presence Dactronics is planning for the show, and what people can expect to see when they're there. We're here today with Ben and Judd. Ben, how you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Judd, how are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. Yeah, we've got a four-person podcast today. Matt's here <laughs> with us as well. Hello, everyone. Um, but we're going to talk about ISE 2023, and it's an upcoming show over in Europe. Uh, but first, let's start with uh, Ben. Can you give us a little bit of your background and what you do for Dactronics? Yeah, sure. Um, I'm the international market manager for Dactronics. So essentially what I do is is help manage our sales teams in Europe, at least Africa and Latin America, try and drive uh, drive sales uh, kind of in those regions and uh, help direct our, uh, our sales staff. And I think we mentioned to Ben, you, I think this is your second time on the podcast, I believe, right? And so... <laughs> Yeah, that's right. I believe I did this uh, same podcast last year. Yeah, I was just looking for it. You're you're the resident IC expert here on the podcast. So, <laughs> but um, John, I believe this is your first time on the podcast. So, could you maybe give us a little bit of background of your current position at Dectronics and maybe your your history with Dectronics too? Kind of how you got to where you are today. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that is true. I am a rookie that uh, the podcasting. So <laughs> go go easy. Yeah, but, uh, yeah I uh, I started uh, back in uh, 2001. Um, and went through various roles uh, at Actronics, and maybe a little bit of a fun fact, maybe uh, unlike any of you three on the call, I, I don't know all your backgrounds, but I did not go to South Dakota State University. <laughs> I went to uh, uh, a different school further south, uh, University of South Dakota, so uh, okay. I am uh, instantly in the minority uh, at Actronics, but uh, no one's held that against me, so that's, <laughs> that's been good. <laughs> um, enjoyed a number of different roles uh, throughout uh, uh, my career here. Um, spent a fair bit of time in project management and a little bit in technical services. Went on to lead some project management teams. It was about 2007. We were really trying to make a push into expanding across uh, a lot of international offices and especially over in Asia Pacific. And so uh, joined up with uh, the the leader at that time, Dan Chase, um, and uh, helped look after our project management teams in Asia Pacific. And and then over the years, uh, responsibilities kind of changed, and I guess grown with the times. And uh, now, as uh, as we're here today, I, I'm asked to lead our our international business. Currently, uh, the I guess the vice president of of that business unit, and I work along a lot of great people like Ben and and many others. That's awesome. And, and I've, I've known you for a while, Judd, too, and I don't know if I've ever even had to ask that question to know your history with Dectronics, too, how you got here. But I'm even thinking we've talked with other people at Dectronics, even when they go to other parts in the country, like, oh, okay, what's it like in the earlier, earlier days when they had to start out and build something out of, I would say, nothing almost. But um, what was it about maybe when you went over then with, with Dan Chase and kind of went to the Asia-Pacific market that, I, don't know, I would say it kind of it hooked you, right, because you're still involved with the international markets here today. 
Yeah, actually, um, the hook for me in international and the allure to it um, started even before Daptronics. I was uh, going to going to school, as I mentioned, down at uh, University of South Dakota, and uh, I took a semester off at one point. I got an opportunity to go work for Goodyear, the, the tire and rubber company, and do a special project for them uh, in the in the fall and winter months. Uh, of a of a machine upgrade in Bangkok, Thailand. So I, I spent uh, three months living uh, in Bangkok when I was 20 years old. So that was that was a lot of fun and um, really got the the flavor and uh, the taste of what it's like to kind of I guess live and and uh, roam around a, a foreign country and and that was really a, a hook for me. And then um, when this opportunity came up uh, with Daktronics, uh, it was it was pretty much a, a no-brainer. And I guess the the appealing things to that is uh, as we have gone through the years in international, we've been predominantly in a growth mode, and um, that's exciting when you can see something and you work on it and you and you do the right things, put the right plans in place, and and grow something uh, over the course of time. Uh, that's that's pretty rewarding fulfilling for myself. Yeah, that's awesome to hear. I mean, yeah. living in a, a different country for three months and when you're 20 years old is amazing. I mean, you think of all the experiences back when you're younger and how they lead to where you are today. That's got that's a big one. That's got to top the list right there. And then you you went further on and you you kind of noticed the the difference of how things were growing um, exponentially for Daktronics on an international scale, you mentioned. And that includes um, probably one of the biggest international trade shows we go to, Integrated Systems Europe. Um, can you tell us what that trade show is and, and where it's being held this year? Well, it's uh, it's being held in Barcelona, Spain, and uh, this will be the second time that it's uh, held in that location. It was uh, in Amsterdam, Netherlands for a number of years, uh, well well before I started working in international. And um, really the, the show kept growing and growing, and really uh, ISC outgrew the that location in Amsterdam and uh, it was settled in at uh, Barcelona. As I mentioned, last year was the first uh, first time we did it there. And this will be the second time. And uh, yeah, looking looking forward to getting over there and uh, partaking in, in all the great things ISC has to provide. Awesome. And Ben, I'll throw the next question over to you then, because I mean, you've been on this podcast about ISC before too, but can you kind of describe like, what is the show like? Like who attends this and what kind of expectations do you have about the show itself? Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, it's a. It's, as Jed said, it's a huge show. Um, I can't to tell you how many people attend it every day, but it's a lot. Um, with the number of different halls, it would take you uh, half a day to walk across the the entire hall uh, set up if you didn't stop anywhere. So huge show um, for us. Uh, really, the type of people who attended are are all of our customers uh, and customer types are all attending uh, the show. All of our partners attend the show. And um, generally, uh, people from the public uh, attend the show. Integrators from around the world attend the show. Um, so we get a lot of traffic, and, and as do many of the other uh, attendees at the show. The amount of walking traffic at the show is huge. Um, it's a really big show, probably, as, as maybe you guys said, are certainly our largest international show that we do, and maybe our largest show that Dactronics does around the world, I would guess. Um, we've attended, I don't know for how many years, but, uh, for as far back as I can remember. Um, and I've been in international for, I don't know, over 15 years. So long time. 
Yeah, and that's being such a big show. You mentioned it takes so long to walk across the hall, and even if you don't stop, it's going to take you half a day if you wanted to try and walk by every booth. Um, obviously, we're doing LED displays and and that type of technology, video de- technology and solutions. Is that a lot of what we see at this show? I mean, integrated systems is kind of a kind of broad. Is there uh, like um, consumer products to business to business products, or what's the variety of things you can see at that show? Yeah, sure. I, I would say largely it's business to business. Um, you don't see, it's not like the consumer electronics show where you'd see a lot of um, uh, types of products for people uh, in the general market. Uh, it's more like um, products that you might see um, a business might be selling to another business. So in, mm-hmm. in the case of Dactronics, as you said, yeah, we're selling LED displays to, um, you know, all of the market schools, uh, businesses, uh, stadiums. Uh, things like that. And you'll see a lot of products uh, that are like that, right? Where it's one business trying to sell a product to another business. Um, and I would say it's more geared towards business to business sales as a, as opposed to uh, consumer electronics. So certainly some are used in both cases. Um, but for the most part, uh, I, would, I would call this, uh, uh, you know, a lot of integrator type business and uh, customers themselves uh, attending the show uh, directly um, and seeing the products for themselves in person. Um, and, and at least for us, you know, these uh, projects get to be pretty large and the customers like to uh, see us in person and see our products in person. Yeah. And that's, I mean, you were kind of even mentioning, mentioning this too, but I had the thought in my head of the, this is one of the largest trade shows, right? But it's also so much different than a lot of the ones we even do here domestically, because most of the time they are specific to a market. There is maybe like a high school sports show. There's a out of home one. There is college. Sometimes college and minor league and professionals mix, but almost all the time we have like a specific, let's say application or niche that we focus on. I mean, what was it like this, for getting ready for something like this? I mean, I'm I'm sure this is kind of common for the both of you when you're working international is that you're in all these markets all the time kind of. How do you, let's say, how do you get ready or prepared to know that you might get a question, you know, from any market at any given time? Yeah, I can try to take a stab at answering that. It, it, and you're right, exactly right. For us in international, we're selling to every market. It's not uh, this show in particular is Integrated Systems Europe. So Integrated Systems can mean a lot of things for a lot of different venues and types of customers. So we're we're selling to all of those. And at least for us, it's a little bit more challenging when you think about how you set up the booth and what type of content you're showing on the booth. You've got to be ready for all of your different customer types, anywhere from uh, selling to a, a school venue to maybe a, a corporate venue uh, to a stadium, those are completely different things. Um, and so we we kind of adjust our content to show, as an example, if we're selling to a utility company, we need to have content that shows uh, specific uh, things that you would see in a utility command and control center um, or a command and control center for um, maybe a, a department of transportation. And so we try and, you know, the displays themselves oftentimes look about the same and operate the same. It's the content and the control that vary between one venue to another. So we try and have different forms of content. And if we get a customer stops by for a specific type of content, we can on the fly, uh, change the content or wait till it comes around in the loop and show specific, um, types of content for specific types of customers as they, as they, uh, stop by the stand or, or pre-scheduled stop by the stand. No, that's good. Yeah. Definitely a lot of planning months ahead of time too. And I don't, do you have any thoughts to that Judd? Kind of how do you get ready knowing that you might get 
a variety of any questions from any market at any given point? Yeah, in the early days, it was uh, you really had to almost go around the organization with Indactronics and get all the latest and greatest updates from all the different people who participate in all the markets and um, try and really hone your knowledge. Um, I think we've gotten much better at uh, sharing knowledge amongst our global teams over the years. So that's that's less of an effort uh, going into the the more recent shows than it once was. But uh, to Ben's point, yeah you really have to be prepared for anything and um, do your best. But the other good thing is, is we have a very well-rounded team that, that we have uh, attend ISC. And so if uh, someone approaches myself or Ben or, or others, and we don't have uh, the right level of expertise to, to serve their questions, well, we usually within an arm's reach or more, uh, we can, we can grab the right person and, uh, and get the get all their good questions answered. Sure, and then having the right people there to help talk to to any type of customer is key as well. Um, and where exactly will our our stand be at this show if if somebody's going to try and stop by and talk to us? Do you know the like the booth number or stand number? Uh, I can feel that one. I do know where it is. We're in Hall Three this year, which is is different than last year. I think we were in Hall Five or Six last year, and and this year we're in Hall Three, and then our stand number is three B two five zero. Okay, we'll get that in the show notes to make sure everybody can reference that and get to the right place. And when they when they do come to that stand, what what are they going to see? What kind of uh, a technology are we going to have there? What can they expect when they see Dactronic stand? Yeah, um, yeah. This year, we're uh, in the past we've had displays that kind of hang from the ceiling and kind of different different displays, kind of uh, either up high and and down low. And this year, we changed up the stand a little bit. Now we're doing a four K. NPN 5400, uh, which is a 9 mil- 0.9 millimeter resolution. Um, so very high resolution, less than a millimeter. Um, that's in 4K. And then uh, kind of winging on both sides, we've got uh, um, a 5200, 1.2 millimeter, um, kind of on both sides of the, of the 0.9 millimeter. So actually there's just like a double 4K going across uh, width-wise. Um, and it's it's going to be quite in uh, a different look for us, right? Uh, everything's going to be very close to the ground this year, um, kind of uh, high level, uh, and which I think you would expect when you have that high resolution of displays. 0.9 millimeter is is getting really close to TV quality. Uh, you can walk right up to it, and it and it looks uh, really good, very with very close viewing distances. And uh, 1.2 millimeter is one of our high runners, right? That sells a lot for us, so. Uh, we wanted to still um, showcase that and maybe show the difference between a 1.2 millimeter and a 0.9 millimeter. So we've kind of got them sitting side by side with the 0.9 millimeter sandwiched in between. So customers can uh, educate themselves, make informed decisions on what resolution they really need for their project. And um, this year as well, we're uh, the 0.9 millimeter, we're featuring a, a new IMD LED, uh, which is... Um, kind of four LEDs in one package, uh, which gives a really high contrast and is a, a more robust LED for whenever you touch and feel uh, really high resolution displays. There's there's some risk that you could damage the display if you uh, swing around, hit it with a backpack or something like that. And this IMD technology is a much more robust technology than, than a typical uh, just uh, SMD package. Uh, so we want to show our customers uh, that contrast and that robustness um, and they can make uh, decisions on what the right LED as well as uh, the right uh, resolution while they're at our stand. 
Absolutely. And that's, uh, I mean, I remember even in some of the trade shows I used to go to, there was always the don't touch the display when you'd be together because everyone wanted to like put their hands all over and not say pick at it, but you're always like, hey, just try to keep your hands off the display right now, trying to keep it looking nice. And it's, I mean, it's to your point though. I mean, Justin and I, we're in marketing and we can help out with brochures and pictures all we, all we want. But when you actually see it in person, it's a whole different thing. So being able to go to one place and see the differences, like you said, between these millimeter pitches um, is definitely beneficial to do. And I'm not sure if that's it, Judd. I'm going to throw the question to you. But when you have, you know, a lot of these high-res displays in the stand, you have a lot of different markets coming, kind of what is uh, our Dactronics company's overall focus uh, for the show? Yeah, really, it's a multifaceted, uh, Matt. Um, you know, number one of the one of the biggest things I enjoy that I see is um, all the connections that we get to uh, once again make with our existing and many often longtime uh, partners and customers uh, that are visiting the booth. Uh, we get to reconnect with them and and continue to foster and maintain those very positive and strong relationships. It's one of the uh, neatest things I get to witness and and participate in, and then um, more on the business front, it's it's really showing our our best technologies, talking about not only the displays but all the other things that Dactronics can offer. I mean, we have fantastic control solutions, amazing services, and 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 so many other things that you can bundle together to provide a, a fantastic experience for our partners and customers that. Uh, it's good to just see that dialogue happen in, in real time and, and contribute and help in, in any way we can. Yeah, and you mentioned the the relationships that, that you have there and you get to have those relationships in person and then all the different ranges of what Dactronics can offer. Is that kind of the, the same as the people you'll have in the booth is not just uh, yourself and, and Ben or whatever, but you'll have all those other service people or those project managers and, and other people available to talk to in the booth? Yeah, great question. Uh, we're going to have a fantastic team there. We're going to have a, a wide, uh, a wide representation of our sales leaders, uh, especially across Europe. And uh, we'll also have project managers. Uh, they'll be able to be able to answer technical questions about specific projects and, and so forth. We'll have some product managers representing various product lines that we promote uh, throughout international. We'll have some application engineers. Uh, if we need to get even deeper into the technical details, they'll be able to, to answer those questions uh, from our partners and customers. We'll have a service management representation, uh, which would be is always very valuable. And then uh, we'll have a uh, good representation from our senior management team. So yeah, wide wide variety of roles and, uh, and people attend an ISE for Dectronics this year. So they're, they're just the wide gamut. There's every different aspect of Dactronics will be <laughs> available to be there to to discuss if they want to talk in depth about those IMD LEDs. Those product managers will be there, like you said, if they really want to talk about the the service and what happens on site or after this display is installed. Those those people will be there to talk to as well. So it's great to hear just the the breadth and depth of people that will be there to talk uh, any topic that's available. Um, maybe I'll throw this back over to Ben, but. You've been going to ISE for a few different years now, a couple times. What's your favorite part about this show? Oh, yeah, I I, I do enjoy going to the show. I'm much like uh, Judd had mentioned, uh, seeing all of our partners and customers in person and, and just having sit-down conversations with them. That's uh, 
a big part of what I spend my time doing at the show and really enjoy that. Um, we also do spend some time walking around the show, right, just to see what else is out there. Um, it's uh, There's a lot of other industries that Dactronics has partnerships with or would like to have partnerships with, and and uh, we spend a little bit of time walking around and just uh, taking in the show as well. Uh, we want to understand better what uh, what other people are doing and uh, what might interest us and where we might create partnerships between Dactronics and other other business business companies. And I'm thinking, dude, we talked with you last year, and was so was last year in 2022. Was that the first year post pandemic that they opened up the show, or was it? I'm trying to remember. I think it was. Um, I think it was the first show post pandemic. Um, it was also in Barcelona, but it's yep. also for sure in Barcelona. It was actually scheduled to be in Barcelona uh, a little bit earlier, and it got postponed oh, because yeah. of the pandemic. So uh, this would, I believe, been the first one since post-pandemic, or or maybe what, whatever we're in right now. With the <laughs> yeah, whatever this is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I was asking because I was I was rec- recalling our last conversation with you was obviously getting ready for that one. So my in my head, I was kind of curious of how. How did that show go? And did like I would say people come back sounds dramatic, but like it was still pretty well attended, and it was it was kind of like where it was before the pandemic. It, it, I would say it was well attended. Oh. Um, I don't know if it if it was post pandemic or pre pandemic numbers, but it was well attended. Uh, we were happy with the walking traffic that we had. People who stopped by our booths and uh, it was crowded in there, um, and it was a well attended show. And I think we would expect uh, it to be even more well attended this year. That's like reassuring, I guess, is that people are right, right. getting back into things. Um, uh, Judd, maybe we could toss it back over to you then. What is what is your favorite part about attending ISC? Yeah, not to take the easy route, but it's uh, it's almost identical to what Ben shared is um, uh, just reconnecting in person uh, with our customers, our partners, uh, and other industry acquaintances. It's, um, yeah. For me, it's uh, fantastic because uh, so many of these people that we know and have known for so many years usually attend ISC. And so, um, you know, inversely, if I were to try and replicate the conversations with each of them, I, it would be almost year-round travel nonstop to try and hit all these cities and countries that they reside in and so forth. So it's... Uh, it's an intense and concentrated few days of reconnecting with a lot of our old friends. And, um, yeah, it's just a pretty, pretty positive environment and, and people have a lot of energy and a good, good excitement and good buzz all around. So it's a very, very pleasurable experience. And it's almost like, it's like the side benefit I would imagine too, is even seeing, I would say coworkers is even in my mind, right? Like the amount of times that we get together, even as coworkers isn't, uh, as often as it used to be. So even being able to see, some of that in person, in person communication with people you maybe are teams messaging with all over the world on conference calls. It's got to be nice to see them in person. Oh, that's yeah, that's a fantastic point, Matt. And uh, for sure. And last year in Barcelona was the first time any of us uh, got to see each other in person uh, for a few years, and so that was uh, that was fantastic. That was it was a really neat experience, and also looking to forward to that as well. Sure, and I'm I'm guessing like those those salespeople and teams that you work with are are located within their regions around the world. So it's a lot of Zoom calls over the past few years. So yeah. I bet getting to see everybody in person, obviously, a very important point of that show. Yep. Uh, throw a question over to you, Ben. Then too, even thinking in my mind, we've talked many times already and hit on the point about how this is a big show. 
There's a lot to see, a lot of different technology, a lot of different uh, applications. Do you have, I guess, any advice? Let's say if you know if it was someone that we could are potentially going to partner with, or any first time attendees to ISE. I mean, do you do you break it up by like how many days there are, and you try to like segment it out that way, or what's the best way you think to to kind of see the show for a first timer? Yeah, I certainly plan ahead. And, uh, even myself, I go through the uh, kind of the show lineup, see who's all attending, what what uh, booths are going to be out there, and I kind of make a plan, right? Um, for, even for me, for the with a couple hours I'll have to walk around the show, um, I, I want to make a plan to say I'm going to go and uh, look at this company. I'm going to go talk to this person at this stand, and you got to kind of plan ahead because uh, you're the people you want to talk to aren't always at the stand and. It's helpful if uh, people kind of plan ahead and say, hey, I'm going to stop by between two and four on Tuesday, um, and then we can make sure we've got the right people there to talk to them with, uh, you know, from the, from the right country and the right region. That's helpful. Um, otherwise, you're kind of taking a chance, and, and you might have to circle back to a stand a, a couple of times before you get the right people. Um, I've, I've done it both ways where you just kind of stop by and uh, a lot of times they're busy talking with somebody else or that person that you want to talk to and, and you end up having to, to stop back a few times and um, certainly with a show this big and um, all the people that you want to see, it, it it makes sense to plan ahead a little bit uh, to try and schedule it out. And, and a lot of our customers and partners do plan ahead with us. They uh, say, I'm going to be there on Tuesday. I'll be there for a couple hours. Can we you know, can we sit down and uh, grab one of your conference rooms and and uh, talk about these subjects? And that's helpful as well, right? We can be prepared and uh, have everything ready to go and make those uh, conversations very fruitful. Yeah, that's a good bit of advice. I like that one. Plan ahead and, and try and plan ahead with the people you actually want to meet with or talk with while you're there. Um, maybe we'll throw this back over to Judd, too. Do you have any advice or, or any other thoughts about ISE that we haven't covered? No, I think, uh, again, to reiterate what Ben said is, uh, a plan is always good, right? Uh, especially, um, two, and it works both ways, right? Us, uh, saying, Hey, I want to, on this day, I'm going to go here and try and accomplish these, you know, uh, these things and meet with these folks. Uh, and that's, again, that's, uh, mainly our industry acquaintances, um, out there in the world, but then also, um, and it's happening in real time right now where people are trying to schedule time with us. And so making, you know, uh, being uh, prudent on our schedule and in calendar management uh, leading up to ISC is, is every minute we invest into that pays a lot of dividends. So we maximize our time. Otherwise you, you miss opportunities that's been alluded to. So, yeah, that's great to hear. And, and this is obviously a big show. So planning seems to be a key element for attendees and for those that are, are going with, with a booth like Dactronics is. Um, so it is going to be in Barcelona this year. Dactronics will be at stand 3B250, um, and it starts at the end of January. So we'll be looking forward to that show. And Ben and Judd, I want to thank you for coming on today and sharing all about um, your experience with ISE and Dactronics' presence at the show and what people could see if they stop by. Yeah, thanks very much. Uh, great talking with you guys. Yeah, thanks for the opportunity, and uh, appreciate, the, appreciate the time. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Dectronics Experience Podcast. Please subscribe at your favorite place to listen to podcasts to keep up with our latest episodes. Thank